Welcome to Locust Street Studio for another episode of the Hudson Havoc podcast. My name is Brian Mose, play-by-play announcer for the Hudson Havoc and host of this podcast. I am joined, as always, by head coach Brett Wall. Brett, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing wonderful. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. Anytime we're here, it's uh, it's knowing that we're just inching it and inching closer and closer to game day. So uh, we're about right there, so I'm super excited. Good to hear. I'm also excited. Uh, big game coming up. We'll touch on that a little bit later. But one thing, uh, looking back a few days here, Billet Appreciation Night, one of the uh, – best nights during the Hudson Havoc season. Uh, I guess I wanted to get your thoughts and maybe some thoughts from uh, Billet parents about how that night went for them. Uh, yeah, from Billet parents, we, we've got some great uh, responses and reactions. Obviously, they are always supportive and incredible with anything that we do and always kind of the first ones there to support our guys and our program and organization, so we can't thank them enough. Um, but an awesome night, uh, a really good time to celebrate what they've done and kind of our boys to be recognized with their billet families and publicly as well. So people kind of know who who our billets are and what they're doing and the guys that are living amongst the community um, with these people that kind of live in their neighborhoods. And maybe they didn't know yeah. um, we're housing a Havoc player or that uh, that those certain family was billets. So really, really good um, outcome of the game was fantastic. The boys were playing really well from puck drop uh, to the time things ended um, and great turnout as well. So we were really thrilled with the night. Uh, it also gave his name escapes me, but our public address guy is it Steve, uh, Chris there. Chris, that's right. Gave him a lot more to read that night too, a bit more than usual. Yeah, it did, <laughs> it did quite a bit there, but he did a fantastic job, and it was you know important for us that every family got uh, their few minutes of fame to really be recognized. We really appreciate you know the love and support that they give to our players and our program, but uh, me and Katie as well. Without the things that they do, uh, we wouldn't have the opportunity to be here on a nightly basis, and um, honestly, can't send enough thanks and love to them. Yeah, always appreciative of Billet parents, and uh, you mentioned it briefly, but a really good performance from the Hudson Havoc on Billet Appreciation Night, really good way to pay it back to uh, the parents, uh, a lot of great uh, individual performances, uh, I don't want to maybe, you know, reveal any, like, favorites of yours or anything, but were there any, like, guys that really stood out to you from that game, uh, what was it, last Friday? Yeah, we had a handful of guys that played really well, I mean, obviously our top six there was, was really buzzing, but, uh, you know, from uh, from our guys that are a little bit more of our role players, really stepped up and did a really good job, I know Spencer Linton-Smith, this guy's been working his butt off, and to see him be rewarded again, game in and game out, has made me really proud. Um, knowing he's putting in the work and truly getting to see the opportunities really come to fruition right in front of him. Um, it's really, really cool. And then his line there with Sam Olson. Mm-hmm. Um, love what Sam's been doing. I think he's got eight points in the last four games. So watching these guys really mature and develop and knowing that they're feeling comfortable and confident is going to help us tremendously down the road. Um, and it's been a lot of fun to really kind of say, hey, put these guys in situations and opportunities to watch them grow and obviously you know, come playoff time. Uh, situations and t- stuff like this will help us tremendously down the road. Yeah, and you mentioned Spencer Linton-Smith. We, we talked about him briefly on uh, last week's uh, episode. Uh, and one thing, once again, that at least I noticed was uh, face-offs. That was one thing that, you know, coming back from the break, which was, gosh, a little while ago, um, some of the face-off stuff was shaky, but the uh, the guys continue to kind of hit on all cylinders when it comes to the uh, nooks and crannies of uh, play, and I think that uh, showed off pretty well. Uh, in that game against the Ducks. Well, he he's a guy that's put a lot of pride in that stat. Yeah. Uh, after every game, he's not asking me how many goals or assists he had or you know the, the things that are on the score sheet that people are like, oh, wow, that really pop out or stand out. He's really a guy that's really understood the importance of the details and knows that you know, a face-off is a way that he can contribute to our team having possession of the puck and something he really can control and um, done an unbelievable job of putting in an honest day's work um, day in and day out of practice, but then you know, obviously at game times executing. Um, you know, you can put in all the preparation you want, but if you can't execute, it doesn't really help. 
um, he's been able to put in that work and obviously be rewarded with the execution piece. So it's been fun to watch. Speaking of the other guy that uh, faces a lot of draws on faceoff, uh, Hudson raised. I'm sure Ken Cohen called his name plenty of times, and now he's playing for the Havoc. Harvey Dove, I think he's been pretty impressive with not only stuff like that, but he's towards the top in points. He's third on the team. Uh, I would say that's pretty impressive from a rookie, and he's contributed from day one. I think that's a welcome addition, at least from my view, up in the press box. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's been extremely impressive. Obviously, as a rookie coming into the league, sometimes it's hard to break in and really find your footing and stuff. But I think just the comfort of being at home and knowing what's going on and really kind of in a building that you've grown up in um, has helped him tremendously. But at the same time, like anytime you're playing with uh, Kale Dusick and, and Drake Barnish, um, it's hard to say that you're not going to find a way to get points. But Harvey does a tremendous job of just kind of working every day and growing day in and day out. And what I really love is the way he plays with a heavy stick. Um, a guy that's small but has a lot of really good stick mm -hmm. pressure skills, which is something I try to really enforce with taking away time and space. Um, you know, he's five foot six, but out there when you know, he's playing, he's like five foot nine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I know that sounds like he's not massive, but um, just the effort is, is incredible. And the way that those three have really gelled this year has been incredible um, and really kind of helped guide our team along. I know we had some guys that were in and out of the lineup um, that are normally kind of our top scorers and producers, but these three have really stepped up and kind of grasped the role and responsibility. Um, and it's been honestly just it's been encouraging to watch. Every day, these guys kind of come and work together and gel a little bit more and kind of get better and better. Um, so it's going to be fun to see where they're at come into the year. Yeah, I think uh, his technical skill is great, especially when you watch him. He doesn't he doesn't let the opposing offense even get out of their zone sometimes. Great poke check and stick lifts and all that. He does a really good job. Well, I will tell aggressive. you what, I, I spent a lot of uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays <laughs> sitting in the corner of the rink uh, here in Hudson with a packed building with the high school team, and it was awesome sitting there watching this guy and at the time, I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking and dreaming, what do I got to do to get this guy? <laughs> and we're very fortunate that he ended up here, and he's a Hudson Havoc guy. Yeah. Um, very, very blessed. And uh, you spoke of his uh, line mates, who are both in the room right now, uh, the top two guys in points, Drake Barnish with 29, Caleb Dusek with 28. Uh, these couple of veterans on this squad, uh, really excited uh, to watch them play this year. Uh, what's your feelings about uh, their production uh, this year so far? Uh, been happy. Obviously, Caleb's a guy that's been a, a point-per-game guy from the time he's kind of gotten here and really been a producer and a guy that I know can contribute in all areas of the ice in the 200-foot game. Um, Drake is a guy that's really come a long way. Um, not that he wasn't a key contributor for us. I mean, don't get me wrong, he had 40 points last year. I mean, I yeah. think that's incredible. Uh, but a guy that has truly rounded out his 200-foot game and really understood the preparation piece, the detail portion of it, um, and really, really come a long way. So we've been very proud of what he's done and the work that he's put in. Caleb has been Caleb, um, which is what we expect. He's yeah. here to you know lay a brick every day to keep working hard and really build a strong foundation, and he's done that. Um, th there's a reason he's got five, six offers out there <laughs> currently from NCAA um, Division three schools, and that's just testament to the work that he does, but who he is on a day-in and day-out basis. Um, and Drake's done a really good job at grasping that here um, this season and very proud of the work that he's put in. Uh, a couple of more guys I wanted to highlight uh, are a couple of defensemen putting up some points right now. Uh, Mason Fortin, uh, one of the guys that always that I always look forward to watching, really great at moving the puck around. He's got 18 assists. And then Walker Smith, who's always a threat to score from the point with uh, four goals. And it's not only just those two, obviously, this uh, this group of defensemen that uh, you've put together has done a really good job in producing, whether it be in the box score or out of the box score, keeping pace of play going, keeping their uh, – staying close to their assignments. Um, I'd say that I've been pretty impressed with not only the forwards, which we talked about earlier, but also the defensemen behind them. 
Yeah, uh, honestly, I I think that's truly testament to kind of where our decor is this year. Um, the last few years, we've had a really really mobile decor that is trying to produce 200 feet away from yeah. the other team's goal, and they got the ability to do that. A, a guy like Ben Lamb, a guy like Case Moyoff, or obviously a guy like Chris Dusick, who's you know two time back to back defenseman yeah. of the year um, in the league, and obviously holds the record for points by a defenseman in the, in the league. Um, it's easy for those guys to do that. And I think our defensemen are doing a really good job at moving the puck and producing from their blue line from the other end and not being guys that are going end to end and kind of trying to carry the offense. They're doing a really good job at moving the puck to our forwards. And if you look, I think that's why the distribution of our points is so well spread out amongst our forwards, but also to our decor as well. Everyone's getting in the mix. and We're having a lot of ozone time. Um, that allows us to move the puck low to high and then obviously get shots stuff and, and shots through. Yeah. Um, and guys have been doing pretty well in that front battles. But um, just really knowing that we're spending time in the O-zone and not going end to end and trying to score on rushes or crazy opportunities like that, um, I think it allows everyone to kind of get in the mix and to see guys like Forrest rewarded. For me, Fortin is a guy that in every situation, he's the first guy we look to. Um, he plays about 30 minutes a night. If I could play him 60, I'd find a way. <laughs> Give him um, I, I know Ryan numbers. Davis feels the same way about him. Just the work that he brings. Uh, he's truly a soldier, um, an absolute student of the game, a guy that has sat on my couch after every game for the last yeah. two seasons darn near um, <laughs> and watched every film and every shift that he's taken and really, really motivated. Um, and to see him rewarded on the points end of it is awesome. And then Walker Smith, I, I, I can't say enough about this guy. He's, yeah. He's been with me from day one when I'm truly I didn't have a whole lot to offer, neither did my program. Um, and been a guy that's really kind of helped things move forward and really turn things around here and taken a lot of pride in that. And now seeing him kind of step into that veteran role on our back end and really know the ins and outs of what me and Ryan Davis are wanting on the back end um, and be able to pass it along to others as well and kind of guide some of our younger guys as well. Um, very proud of the work that he's been put in and very happy for him to be rewarded the way he has been. Yeah, and this might just be my recency bias talking, but maybe one of the biggest events of that Ducks game was Blake Mitchell checking in for the third period. Uh, really, really fun to see a guy get his first action. Uh, I know he played in the preseason, uh, but his first regular season action, younger brother of Evan Mitchell getting involved with the Havoc program. Um, what do you take from his performance uh, in that 20 minutes of play? I was so happy for Blake. Uh, <laughs> deserving is the way to describe it. A guy that shows up every single day, um, takes shot after shot, and some abuse from our guys at times. Um, being the third guy, you know, he, he's out there on a regular basis after practice working his butt off, and guys are st stay on the ice. You're taking more shots. You're taking more shots and never complains. Shows up every day. Really excited for kind of what the future is going to hold for him being such a young guy. Um, massive, massive upside, and the opportunity to kind of get his feet wet and confident, um, you know, is thrilling. And, and I'll be honest with you, a, a lot of that's testament to, to Coach Ryan Davis. Yeah. Uh, Ryan made me look really good there, and he's like, you know, now's our opportunity. We need to put Blake in, and, and um, you know, was the first guy to go to bat for him. And then to see Kenny Torelli and Cam kind of rally behind him, and then our team really get going once we made the announcement. Um, it was fantastic. And what I truly love about it as well, like I think Blake really stepped up and answered the bell. Um, it wasn't like he was out there going through the motions or hanging out or anything like that. Um, I think he ended up with, what was it, 12 or 13 shots he had against him, and he ended up with a 9-2 save percentage. Mm -hmm. um, so in a situation where if we were in a spot where we were losing a game, we need someone to kind of stop the bleeding to get us going, um, that'd be a guy that you can say, hey, with his track record, with what he's shown here currently, mm -hmm. um, is a guy that can definitely step up and answer that bell, and one day we're looking for him to kind of grow and develop into more of a prominent role. But so fantastic to kind of see what he's done and know that that body work he's got behind him, um, he's earned it and he's deserved it. 
Yeah, and one of the ways that you know those guys develop in your program, which is something that is that we talk about every episode, uh, is practice. And I guess leading into this week's practice, a bit of a different week than normal, but that's kind of how it's been all season long. Um, any takeaways, anything big that you want to talk about uh, with uh, practice leading up to a, a big game that we'll talk about later on? Uh, it's been really good this week. A, a lot of jam and buzz. I know on Monday we came, and with us having games that are going to be on Sunday, um, gives us a little bit extended period of time to say we got an extra practice where normally it's going to be a Monday through a Thursday and Friday is going to be a pregame skate. Now we really have a Monday through Friday to where it's a full go, 100% kind of game planning and preparation. So we took Monday um, as an opportunity to kind of split the team up and have a competitive day where we did game play action five on five. That way you can just keep guys in game shape with the game legs. Obviously with the times, um, things are all over the place at, at certain times. I just want to make sure that we are always in game shape. Um, so getting that extra day and opportunity to really put us in a gameplay situation was really, really awesome. And guys responded well on Monday, came buzzing, and we're excited to be there. And when we announced that we're going to be playing a game, I think guys were like, okay, it's going to be a lot of fun. And yeah. um, anytime you're competing for spots and competing against your you know, peers and stuff, you want to win. So we had some heated battles and some stuff, and was very pleased with the compete level. Um, and then Tuesday was was awesome. I think maybe, and I, I even sent this in a, in a message to Katie here, I think truly one of our best practices of the year um, was very happy with it. I know me, Coach Davis, and Coach Dick were sitting around after um, just talking about it, and, and a lot of talk, communication was high, the buzz in the building. You could feel uh, this team was ready to take that step to the next level, and then we came back today and followed up with another great practice and kind of fine-tuned a, th a few things. So uh, very happy with where we're at currently, looking forward to tomorrow's practice. Um, and then, you know, Friday we'll roll into some power play pony kill stuff. And then before we know it, Sunday, Sierra and the puck drops. Yeah, I was going to say, in what looks like to be a competitive game on Sunday, uh, maybe the extra day of practice is going to be uh, uh, a big help uh, as a uh, best of luck for the rest of the practice. And you touched on it earlier when we were talking about individual players. Um, and we can probably talk about it more and we'll I will for sure talk about it with our player profile coming up. But uh, some on-campus visits for the guys, some hard work paying off. Is there anything that you want to touch on with that? Yeah, we obviously this is the most exciting part. I think you can hear my voice when you ask me the question. <laughs> it, gets, it gets me excited to answer. But we, we've had four guys that come up here within the next few days will be on college campuses. Um, we just had Dylan Hollaby and Caleb Dusick uh, get back from Lawrence um, over in Appleton, a fantastic program and unbelievable educational opportunity as well as athletically. So I was very happy for those guys to be there. And then next week um, we'll have Dylan Marty and we'll have Drake Barnish taking their first vis official visit out to Framingham. Um, where Caleb Kinski is currently enrolled and playing. So I'm extremely excited for them to get to meet Coach Bailey and see the facilities in the campus um, and what they have to offer. And opportunities all our guys have worked extremely hard to earn those opportunities and, and thrilled to see them really, really be rewarded. Um, I, I know when I go back to my college you know, journey and experience and getting to kind of pick where I was going to go, um, it's a lot of fun to really be wanted and know that all the work that you're putting in one day is going to be rewarded. Um, so it's really cool and you know, obviously testament to what they're doing. Um, but I was extremely excited for these guys just as, as people, but um, mm -hmm. as players too, knowing that there's opportunity for them to play at the next level and then more chance for me to be a fan of them once they move on um, is what gets me extremely excited. And not to circle back to individual performance, but you mentioned a name there, uh, Dylan Marty, which is a guy that uh, has put in a lot of work for this program. Uh, he's creeping up the all-time goal scorers list. I uh, don't have the exact uh, on me right now. I think it was 74 when he, at least for sure, when he headed into that Ducks game. Uh, that's a guy who's been in this program now for a while. Um, you know, anything that you want to talk about with Dylan? Uh, from my knowledge, he's a really hard worker and he puts a lot of pucks in the net. <laughs> 
this is a guy that has been a ride or die for me since day one and always will be. Um, a guy that when he moves on, I'll still consider a friend and family to me no matter mm-hmm. where he's at or what he's doing. Um, can't say enough good things about him, his family, and the opportunities they've provided me and the help they've given me along the way um, to kind of allow me to get where I'm at my career and my program as well. And a lot of that's testament to them. Uh, Dylan was here when we were an eight-win team, and Dylan has been a key piece for us being a 30-win team for the last three seasons. Um, and without him, we wouldn't be here. Uh, extremely excited for him to see him be rewarded um, with this academic and educational opportunity, but also too athletically, um, knowing where he was when he first got here to knowing where he is now as the person and player. Um, it's been so much fun to truly watch him grow and develop. Uh, when he first got here with me, he was 135 pounds, and <laughs> now he's a, hunt, a solid 175, and he's truly a man and an adult in the way he kind of handles his business. Um, it's it's just been a blessing to watch him mm-hmm. grow, and uh, we're going to miss him, that's for sure. It always gets yeah. me emotional. I think uh, one day I'll have a lineup without him. Um, but at the same time, I can't wait to be a fan of him at the next level. He's going to do some great things. Yeah, excited to see how the rest of the season transpires, and best of luck to him uh, moving on. Is there anything else that you want to touch on here before uh, – we get towards player profile hill coming up. And another guy that I'm excited for everyone to meet, uh, yeah. Caleb Dusick. He's been our captain and our, our second ever captain and, and truly is a guy that is an extension of me um, as far as poster child of our program. This is kind of what our second generation looks at. Our first generation saw Ben Lamb, and that was kind of the guy you wanted to be. And mm-hmm. I think our second kind of crop and generation knows that this is the guy that has truly showed up every day and said this is how you do things. Um, one thing I love about Caleb is, is he shows up and he's got this attitude like, well, we're here, we're going to do it. And it's not a ho-hum attitude. It's like, well, I'm going to give you everything I got because I'm here. And yeah. I've truly enjoyed that. And, and if, if fans watch on hockey TV or they've seen him in person, uh, I've never seen someone come off the ice so dead and hurt. And I don't know how he's going to play the next shift. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, 20 seconds later, he is ready to absolutely sell out his entire body again. Um, and kind of whatever it takes. I know, you know, when it comes to penalty kill, he's the first guy to hops over the yep. boards and without a question asked. And when it's you know power play time, he's been there to score a timely goal. I know last year really kind of got us over a hump in a big shootout mm-hmm. game with the mullets. Um, the first guy always willing to block a shot and, and truly just kind of a guy that I'm proud to know as a person and have you know known for a long time. But just see the opportunities that he's getting is fantastic, and it's truly incredible. Yeah, so uh, next up here is Player Profile with Team Captain Caleb Dusick. Head Coach Brett Wall and I will attempt to uh, pick his brain and uh, try and get some good answers out of him. Uh, as uh, We'll be right back here with the Hudson Havoc Podcast from Locust Street Studio. Check out the upcoming home game for the Hudson Havoc at Historic Gornick Arena on December 13th as they face off against the Minnesota Blue Ox. Tickets are $8 and kids 10 and under get in for free. What's the equivalent in Wisconsin to peanut butter and jelly? Well, hockey and beer, of course. Make sure to check out the Hop and Barrel Warming House at every Hudson Havoc home game located above Gornick Arena. Back here at Locust Street Studio with the next bit here on the Hudson Havoc podcast, I am joined by team captain Caleb Dusick. Caleb, how are you doing tonight? Uh, pretty good. Thanks for having me, Brian. Yeah, of course. Happy for you to be here. Uh, so if anyone looks at your player biography, I think one thing that jumps out, it jumped out to me at least when I first came on the team is that, uh, you're from Texas. Uh, what was that like growing up in Texas? Uh, obviously a different environment than playing up here in the Midwest. Uh, coach brought it up, uh, just the rinks are different and everything. So anything, uh, that you can, you know, think of when it comes from moving up from down South up here, up North. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I just say the biggest thing uh, from down there is just the cost of playing. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's definitely a lot more than here. Um, uh, there's there's a decent amount of ranks. It's just uh, you know finding a good team to play for. There's mm-hmm. only one like really good AAA team down there, so the whole city's just fighting for that one team. And um, it it uh, I I ended up on that team for yeah. for a long time, so <laughs> um, uh, kind of got me got me started. Um, you know, uh, playing hockey at a high level. Um, it's kind of how I got started, but it wasn't it wasn't always the easiest yeah. uh, route well i was gonna say uh you mentioned it being competitive i think one thing that i always notice when you're playing is you're always competitive you're always active uh do you think that had an effect that you on you at all when you were playing at a young age fighting for spots with pretty much the entire town and now you're playing at a high level here up in hudson yeah for sure um it uh goes back to my mom always told me to like give it your all like no matter what mm-hmm. like, if you're gonna do something, you you better do it with with everything you have, or else why are you doing it? Like yeah. you, you want to be the best at whatever you do, mm-hmm. and, it, and that's what I'm I'm here to be is the best. Yeah, of course. Well, I think uh, you're doing a pretty good job of reaching that goal. Uh, was there any like influence at all for you when it comes to, you know, uh, getting to a point where you were playing at a high level? Um, I mean. I always uh like my brother is older than me obviously yeah. so um as I started getting older like you're always chasing after him he has that extra year mm-hmm. um uh so obviously growing up he's 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 better than you and then you're always <laughs> like no I'm better than him like <laughs> like it's it's just the back and forth and it and honestly made me a better player just to yeah. have it's my brother like like it's a rivalry mm-hmm. like you want to beat you want to beat that guy mm-hmm. so well, I'd say uh, considering how well Chris did up here, he's probably a good guy to learn from <laughs> coming yeah. up here. Yeah, it's a high bar he set, but uh, yeah. creeping up on him in the points column. So I'm going to give it to him for sure when I pass him. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that you mentioned that. I mean, honestly, 110% at the end of the day, when people think about the Hudson Havoc program, I mean, the Dusick brothers will be foundational pieces and pillars in our program forever. Um, th- there's no doubt about that. And, and I'll tell you right now, as a coach, like, watching the way that you and Chris used to compete in practice like it used to scare me at times because I'm thinking to myself like I need both these guys in the lineup really contributing um but at the same time like gosh like when that puck dropped you guys were doing anything to kind of push each other to be better and whatever it took and um there wasn't a lot of positive words said to each other at the time but it was you know at the same time I thought to myself they're brothers they'll figure it out but at the end of the day, just watching and knowing that it wasn't uh, out of hatred or anger. It was out of desire to push each other. It was really fun and kind of neat to see. I know we talked about um, last week with Evan getting the chance to play with his brother and how I, you know me and my brother tried to make it happen a few times and never got the opportunity to. It's It's got to be awesome um, getting that chance. But you know now being here in Hudson and, and being without Chris and kind of really setting your own tone and your own pace, um, you know how, how do you see that and how does that feel? I mean, it, it's hard at first without my older brother because we've played together for for a really long time. But at the same time, I just kind of take what I learned from years before and kind of um, how my brother carried himself at times. You know, uh, I took the good parts of what he was because they weren't all good. <laughs> and I uh, kind of um, used that to help carry along the uh, next generation, I guess, of younger guys, just kind of showing them the way. So because one day – whether I like it or not, I'm leaving here, and yeah. it's going to be their turn. And 
the whole thing is just leaving the place better than you found it. So um, that's that's kind of what I've been striving for. Uh, one more thing that at least I want to touch on uh, in leading up to the Havoc, uh, your team played for before heading up to Hudson was Lake Forest Academy. Any experiences with that at all that you want to touch on? Yeah, Lake Forest Academy was was a great experience. Just getting to live with my teammates every day, like mm-hmm. like with the boys, like they're always there to hang out. They're mm-hmm. always there to help you out with homework or or any problems you got going on. You can just walk like five feet into someone else's room and be like, nice. "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> just to bother them. So it's, nice. it's having it's like having twenty brothers just mm-hmm. right there. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world, and I and I wouldn't be there without hockey for sure. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was crazy just living with uh, guys from guys from like China and Europe. <laughs> like, like it it was a once in a lifetime experience, and I really enjoyed it. Oh, I didn't know it was a cosmopolitan experience <laughs> over there. <laughs> um, now, this is something that I want to ask about that involves both you and head coach uh, Brett Wall here, and I'm sure Brett will want to jump in or if you want to. Uh, what was it like committing to the Havoc, uh, making that jump from Lake Forest up to Hudson? Yeah, it was it was really surprising for me because we had an off weekend. And uh, obviously my brother was on the team at the time, so they were in town for a showcase. Um, and they had a game that night, and I'm just at Target, you know, doing my normal, like, weekend thing, getting all my stuff. And <laughs> get a call from, from Brett, and he's like, he's like, hey, do you want to play tonight? Like, we need you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, like uh, I'm freaking out. I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, is my coach going to be okay with this? I got to call him. Like, what am I going to do? So, so um, yeah, so I called my coach. He's like, he's like, yeah, Darren, coach, coach knows Darren pretty well. Um He's like, he's like, yeah, it's fine. I love Brett. Just go play for him. And, uh, and that was that night I suited up my first junior game. It's the Florida Blades in the, wow. in the Chicago Showcase. I'll never forget. Um, blocked a few shots <laughs> and uh, almost got into a fight with their bench. <laughs> So uh, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- this this was definitely a uh, a different time, kind of in uh, in the Havoc uh, program. This was year one. We're getting things going. I think we maybe had four wins at the time, and um, we're kind of struggling. And, and I actually it cracks me up that he says I got to talk to Darren. I actually called Darren first, and I said, "Hey, Dusik is playing for me tonight." Um, and didn't really give much of a choice. And when uh, when Caleb's response was, "Let me call coach," um, I was thinking to myself, "Well, I've already done it, so I know you're going to be in." Um, and, and he joined the team, and him and Max Wakefield actually joined us for the rest of that weekend and did an awesome job and helped us get, I think it was, what was it, two more wins on the weekend and did, did a really, really good. I think we lost yeah. the Blades one nothing that first yeah. game and kind of got things going. So um, a big turning point for us as a team. I know for me and my program, that's when we really kind of made that jump towards saying, hey, we can really get things rolling here and in a different direction when we get the right guys here. And um, when you and Max came in and brought that kind of culture and work ethic, it, it made it real, you know, really fun to be there. But also, too, cool to say, hey, you know, if we do get these guys and we've got an opportunity to really, really do something special here, and you came and both you guys delivered, obviously. So the uh, seeds of a great uh, showcase team were uh, planted when you and yeah. Max joined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, I guess, you know, all that lead up, and now you're the team captain. This is your second year doing it. Uh, and I know uh, Coach talked about it before uh, we gave this interview here, but one thing that at least I notice is uh, your leadership on the ice. Do you want to talk about your leadership style at all? Yeah, I think mine is mostly by example. Um, just making sure I'm doing the little things that that get you to the next level, that get you extra looks, that 
um, like putting your stick in the right lanes, like getting your body in front of pucks, like getting pucks out across the blue line. Like those are huge things that um, that I've learned that guys at the next level look for, and I need to uh, make sure I do those things so the younger guys know that and, and they take that into their game. So it kind of recycles itself, and then one day they'll teach someone else. And um, and that's just how I've kind of operated. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm vocal at times. Uh, I think we lost a game last year against Rum River in overtime. I had the sticks in my hand from the bench, threw them off to the side, and started yelling at the whole team. And and I, cause I hate losing. I'm yeah. just gonna be honest with you. It, it sucks. <laughs> it keeps me up at night. Like. Um, but sometimes you just gotta let the boys know, like, uh, like what's up, like, mm-hmm. like what's going on, what do we need to do? Yeah, I mean, it, leadership style. My goodness, uh, yeah, 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 hit it right there on the nail. Like, uh, holy smokes, 110% lead by example. Um, I know when we we lost Ben Lamb to Ch- Chatham University on our first commit there, and we were thrilled for him to move on, but. Um, as a coach, you're like, okay, great. I just moved on a player and he's going to college. But I think to myself, you know, how do you fill a leadership void and role? Um, and something I was a little bit worried about, not necessarily nervous, but I was, I was waiting for somebody to really, really step up. And uh, a guy that showed up for me every single day, the, the best thing to say about this guy is when people ask me, you know, what, what's going on with him it is truly at the end of the day when my dinner's on the line, he's the guy I look to, you know, get us in a game or maybe get us out of a game. Um, in a positive way. I know he sells out every single shift, puts his body on the line. Um, I truly know this is a guy that has my best interest, my team's best interest, and kind of puts his best interest last. Um, 110% lead by example guy in my community on the ice um, and just a 200-foot person. So 110% lead by example, and I don't think you could have said it better, Caleb. I was just going to say I'd have to agree with everything that you said right there, Coach. Uh, It's really fun to, you know, call games that you're a part of. You're always active. I say your name plenty of times because you're always making plays. Um, and that's a part of being a leader. Uh, and one thing that I guess I don't know if there were any major differences from last year to this year. Obviously, everything's different this year. But, um, you know, and you also mentioned, uh, you know, getting your stick in front of the puck and stuff and teaching younger guys. Uh, one of your lines members or one of one of the members of your line, uh, Harvey Dove, who's a rookie. Um, that's something that at least I noticed that he picked up from you. Uh, and, you know, Harvey was prob- probably had those skills in high school, too. But that's one thing that I think he's taken to another level when he's on the Havoc here. Um, what's that like with a much younger squad this year uh, comparative to last year? Uh, I mean, the only thing is they're just younger. They're they're plenty good. Yeah. They got plenty of talent. Um, Harvey's got like 25 points already. Like, <laughs> like he's not a rookie, let's be honest yeah. here. Like, um, but at the same time, like they they just don't have that much experience and you just need to help them along mm-hmm. um uh i mean it, it's not it's not hard to help guys along when they're already pretty good you just need to teach them the little stuff just, just touch them up a bit and mm-hmm. uh uh a little spit and shine put them back on the shelf <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> um yeah and i guess it probably helps things that uh harvey played in that rink for what was it like four years <laughs> in high yeah. school yeah um and I guess one thing that, or rather another thing that uh, I wanted to ask about since it's kind of, you know, in the recent memory is uh, moving up to the next level. That's a part of what this program is about. Uh, you had a college visit recently uh, with Lawrence. Is there anything that you want to talk about that for anybody listening at home? Yeah, honestly, I could talk about it all day. <laughs> um, big thing, it was just, it was really eye-opening for me just to be around the guys on that team. Um, they're men, like you can tell. Um <laughs> 
uh, they care like like hockey's their life, but at the same time they take care of their school. Like it's it's the person you need to be at the next level. Um, but in in terms of the campus, like it's a beautiful place. It's right on the river. Um, school isn't very big, but at the same time, there's a lot of buildings, so it feels big. Um, I mean, the weather was pretty nice on my visit, so uh, that's um, good. It, it was great. Um, in terms of the facilities, they're they're top notch. Um, their locker room is is pretty new. Um, you know, you, you're getting everything you you would ever want as a hockey player. You're getting the sticks, the the apparel, the backpacks. You know, nice. Um, and you're and um, you're getting you're getting top notch. Um weight rooms uh, mm. p- plans like um it, it i mean it's just everything i could have hoped for mm. like i'm kind of speechless right now it's just like <laughs> talking about it like like it was sick <laughs> yeah. well and and that's something to kind of be said too and and i think that's kind of kind of neat is you've been a guy that has now been on a few college campuses and a few official visits and it's been really neat to watch you kind of develop and mature um, I, we've got a few guys that are going on their first official visits, you know, this week and, and upcoming here, and uh, kind of had to go over the curriculum with them of things to wear, things to say, what to look for, and kind of you know how to really establish that gut feeling if it's right or not. And it kind of cracks me up, you know. I didn't have to have any of that conversation with you, and my message this this morning was, you know, is DD good? Are you taking <laughs> care of him? Yeah. Um, and just knowing that you know how you handle yourself, it's awesome. We can put you on other campuses, knowing that you are an extension of what our program has to offer and bring. So that's testament to you and I think that's really cool and um, something that I, I would kind of like, love to touch on and again everyone's had a little bit different experience we talked about Ben Lamb's experience we talked about Evan's experience um, for the recruiting process for you like what does some of this stuff and this is information obviously you'll share with some of the younger guys but what what does like a recruiting visit look like like what's that entail like when you guys get there what do you guys do how's like a day kind of breakdown um, if I were a player just kind of listening like what should I be expecting on my visit yeah so how it kind of shook out and uh, I took a visit to Chatham last year. It was the same thing. Um, you know, you, you get into town and uh, you meet the guys first. Um, you meet the team, uh, maybe just a few guys, you know, they're team leaders. Um, then from there, they'll, they'll kind of, you know, take you to a meal, um, just kind of ask you questions like, how's the season going? Like, what are you looking to study? All those, all those questions. They just really try and get to know you because at the end of the day, I'm sure their coach is going to ask about you like, oh, hey, how's this guy? Like, you don't want to – be like, oh, he was a jerk. Like, you don't want to be that guy. Like, um, you know, you treat this place with respect. And, um, and yeah, so after after the meal, um, so we stayed the night. So we stayed at that, at uh, uh, Danny Toyson was his name. It was his place. Um, he shared with, he's got four other roommates. So he just stayed there, um, slept on the couch, super comfortable. Like, <laughs> it's comfiest couch I've ever sat on. <laughs> um <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so we sleep the night, um, get up in the morning, you know, go to the rink. Um, they were having, they were having a pod skate, uh, this morning at Lawrence. So it was just a few guys, um, just doing some skills stuff. Uh, coaches can't be on the ice right now. So they're just, they got some ice and they're kind of practicing. So we're watching. Um, and then next we'll, we'll meet, meet the assistant coach, uh, Pat McCaden, uh, is the guy at Lawrence that showed us around, around the rink, around the facilities. And then uh, we went to breakfast, you know, he's going to ask you a bunch of questions, like pretty much the same, like, how's the season going? Like, um, like, what do you want to study? And then you'll talk about like stuff, like maybe people, you know, you have in common that, you know, like just, just normal conversation. And then uh, you'll go on the campus visit. Um, uh, Lawrence, again, it was was a beautiful place. Um, 
that would go about an hour and then you'll meet all the admissions people and talk to them about like um like like what do you like to do like how are your test scores and all that stuff they'll answer any questions you got um uh, galen rose was my admissions counselor at uh at lawrence and she was really helpful um i had a lot of questions and uh she she hit it right on the nail so um but yeah then after that um you go for uh we we met with uh coach skajinski uh i uh can't believe i remember that name uh, <laughs> but uh, uh we'll meet with him talk to him about uh his plans your plans uh a little handshake and uh, another meal, and you're out of there. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Coach mentioned uh, his nickname, but you were uh, with Dylan Hullaby, which is a big personality on the team. At least yeah. it looks like that on the ice. He's always talking uh, when he gets a big-time goal. He's always got the same celebration. It's always fun to see. Yeah. Uh, but what was that like being with him, uh, you know, sharing a – or maybe not a room, but sharing the same place and, yeah. you know, going on that visit with him? Yeah, uh, Dee's a great guy, huge locker room guy. Um, <laughs> um, huge def- guy. Definitely <laughs> huge yeah, guy. in general, for sure. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, I was talking to him. I was like, hey, man, like, I'm really glad that you came on this visit with me. Like, mm-hmm. It makes it a lot easier when you go with one of the guys on the team that you're really close with. Um, and I, I definitely consider Dee to be one of my closest friends. Like, um, uh, Definitely after la- or yesterday. Um uh so like i mean it just makes it easier for like um for for the visit um just because you're with someone you know like Mm -hmm. uh i mean i mean it it was just a good time yeah for (laughs) sure (laughs) um well yeah i'm happy that the uh visit went really well uh best of luck for you uh, with that and that's probably one of the main uh, parts of this program is uh, moving on up, and I'd say that uh, you've put in a lot of hard work, and it's good to see you uh, get closer to that next step. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on, Brian. Yeah, of course. Happy to have you. Really appreciate it. Uh, is there anything else that you want to do to pick his brain a little bit, Coach? I mean, Caleb, I, I'm, I'm curious personally as, uh, as Coach here, like so, some of the expectations, what, what are some of the things you've set for yourself, some of the things you've set for your team? Um, what are the kind of expectations for you for the season? Yeah, so big thing. Before we let you go, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Big thing is uh, we we got to win the division. That's a must. Um, we're working every day towards that. Um, and then after that is is getting if there is going to be one a national championship. Obviously, that's that's the big big picture. Um, getting back there uh, last year, we had uh, we kind of had that taken away from us, as did a few others other teams for sure. So it, it it's definitely left me with a uh, like a bad taste. Like, mm-hmm. like I want to get back there. Um, me personally, never played in a national tournament or anything like that growing up, and I thought I was going to get my shot. And you know, got to yeah, got to get get at it again this year to get it. So, yeah, um, I guess one thing that I actually forgot to mention here. So I got another thing before I let you go here. Um, you have an older brother. That's not a mystery to anybody who's been watching Havoc Hockey for a little while. Uh, and he's at Chatham University right now, or he's actually been in town recently, uh, but he's playing hockey up at Chatham. Yeah. Um, what's that like playing in front of an older brother who kind of, uh, I don't know if maybe set an example is the right term for it, but he kind of was a step ahead being a year older uh, and uh, getting to that college and, you know, having him watch you now as you're the main leader on that team. 
Yeah. Um, the big thing is, like, sometimes, you know, no one's perfect, so I might make a bad play. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll play, like, the best game ever. I <laughs> have one bad play, and, and after the game, my brother will be like, should have done this at that time. It's like, yeah, dude, I know. Like, <laughs> it sounds about right for Chris. Yeah, yeah. So, and then it just leads into a big, like, kind of argument. And then it's just like, oh, I did this, he did that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's just a huge, like, contest <laughs> at that point. So, it just s- snowballs. Okay. I've got to ask you this since we're on here before we let you go. And just speaking of you and Chris, I have never met people who know more about random sports and random teams of, oh. of all categories. Like, basketball basketball baseball football cricket water polo something i don't know but somehow you guys seem to have information on some random player where he's from the high school he was like how how do you guys know so much about random sports i mean sometimes when you're sports betting you gotta know the inside track (laughs) (laughs) you know you you gotta take in all the variables there but uh that's my brother definitely knows a lot more than me about that but um uh, that's that I, I got that from him. Like <laughs> literally on the bus. Like I've never seen someone watch more random like ESPN twelve like <laughs> like teams I've never heard of like football and baseball. And he's like, I know a guy here that knew a guy to have a high school with a guy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my goodness! And then all of a sudden, you guys can break out in a twenty five minute conversation and debate over the guy's skills and abilities. <laughs> I was gonna say I remember on a team bus ride earlier on the season. I think uh, we were both keeping track of. I think it was a Texas game or something like that. But yeah, whatever sport it is, they stink. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I guess a coach uh, reminded me of it. I guess I forgot. But, yeah, uh, it's you're definitely an easy guy to talk to when it comes uh, to sports and all that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess coach kind of hit it on the nose. You know quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I think that was after the Vipers game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's it's been a rough, rough couple years for the Longhorns, maybe a decade. So are we hook them? Are we gig them? What are we? We're hooking for sure. Okay, Texas A and M's not welcome in the house. <laughs> Keep those maroon colors outside. Yeah. Don't need them. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else, Coach? Or are we good to go? No, it was awesome to have you on. A lot of fun. Obviously, you're a great guy that I've always enjoyed having around for the last few years. So it was cool to let everyone else kind of get to get to know you and meet you. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. It was a pleasure to have you on the air. Uh, happy that we did uh, this little dialogue here for the Hudson Havoc podcast. Uh, is there any parting words that you want for anybody at home? Um, just that uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring home the division again. Nice. And I uh, just want to give a special shout out to uh, my billet family, uh, Beth and Nate Martin, and uh, Mia and Dom. Um, and I can't forget about the dog Letty. Shout out. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, well, thank you to uh, your Billet family. Uh, you wouldn't be here without them, and uh, yeah, happy that sure. you came on here today. For sure. So we'll be right back here with head coach Brett Wall for the final bit here of this Hudson Havoc podcast from Locust Street Studio. To check out any and all information regarding the Hudson Havoc, check out our website at HudsonHavoc.com and all social media that includes Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Check out the upcoming home game for the Hudson Havoc at Historic Gornick Arena on December 13th as they face off against the Minnesota Blue Ox. Tickets are $8 and kids 10 and under get in for free. Back here with head coach Brett Wall of the Hudson Havoc here on the Hudson Havoc podcast at Locust Street Studio. And uh, for now, we're looking into the future. A big matchup here on Sunday versus the Minnesota Blue Ox. Uh, Brett, how are you feeling before this uh, big Sunday matchup? 
one of those games where you kind of have circled on your calendar. Um, anytime you're playing, you know, the Blue Ox, you want to make sure you're ready to go. You know, they bring a tough brand of hockey and they're going to be showing up prepared and ready to compete. Um, it's awesome. I mean, 60 minute hockey game to where a detail can, uh, if one's made and, and, you know, and you capitalize on it, you win a game. And if one's, uh, you know, made not your way and the other team capitalizes, it seems like we find ourselves in a lot of close games with them. Um, to where it really is kind of that college hockey style presence, very strong north and south hockey. There's game plan and structure from both teams. Everyone's kind of out there methodically. Um, it's not just kind of a go out here and, and win a game 10 to nothing. It's going to be where everything you do as far as your preparation, your detail during the game, um, and kind of like your preparation throughout the week leading up, everything's going to help you kind of get a leg up and everything you do is going to be maximized whether it be good, bad, or kind of be a nothing shift. And just getting guys prepared for that mentally and emotionally has been a lot of fun knowing that it's going to be a test when they come into our building. And I know they're, they're hungry as well, so I am thrilled for the weekend. Yeah, and uh, these two teams uh, have a history. I'll touch on the game this season for sure, but last season playoff series to head to the national championship tournament. Um, I think it was probably like the closest quote-unquote sweep that I've ever seen just because it was a best-of-three series. Uh, that game two was electric. And then that Midwest West showcase uh, not too long ago ended up uh, on the wrong side of a uh, shootout uh, for you guys. Um, and it's continued to be kind of a you guys are kind of moving in lockstep when it comes to the standings. You guys are close to each other uh, towards the top with teams like the Moose and the uh, River Kings. Um, and this is just a really like important, important game. Uh, I guess I can't say enough about how excited I am to call it. <laughs> Yeah, and it, two very proud programs com mm -hmm. competing and do things a little bit differently, but at the end of the day, execute at extremely high level. Um, they've got a really good brand in Tier 3 hockey, and so do we. And I think we both have, as far as you know, me and Jay as coaches and, and general managers, have a ton of confidence and, and appreciation for our guys, but also, too, knowing the type of product we're putting on the ice year in and year out there's a lot of pride on the line here too and, and a game to where you know on both sides there are going to be collegiate athletes competing mm -hmm. and working hard and it's a lot of fun to watch these guys put in you know four or five days of really good work on the ice with preparation um, a day to recover and then all of a sudden right there we're in the mix it, it's going to be so much fun like I know I can feel my heart beating I'm um, a little bit faster just thinking about it. I know our guys are too and it's so much fun for me as a coach having home ice advantage it's a lot of line matching and there's a lot of things that um, when you're on the road you can't really control or kind of dictate and now you can mm -hmm. um, it's going to be awesome to where everyone's got to be sharp from our team doctor our equipment manager um, you and the play-by-play -play, <laughs> our music everything needs to be sharp um, and all those details are going to be polished and if we do that wolf will be very happy with our result um, and if not it's one of those things where you know, it's going to be a battle and maybe one mistake cost you a game. So it's going to be a blast. And you know that you can move games on and kids on uh, from games like this, mm -hmm. knowing, hey, like I said, there's both team, both players on each team that are going to be playing at the next level. And you can pass this film along and coach be like, okay, th this does translate. This mm -hmm. will relate to the next level. Um, and been very fortunate for both sides to have opportunities to have players move on when we play each other. Yeah, and I think that's one thing that I've noticed about Blue Ox games. And there are a few opponents – like this too but the atmosphere blue ox fans travel really well uh they come into gornick arena they uh they uh, help the uh, hudson fans fill up the seats <laughs> uh, and it's always a fun uh, matchup to watch uh these two teams play so i guess i would expect the same that it's just going to be 
a that kind of atmosphere and everything needs uh, to be sharp. Uh, but once again, I'm just really looking forward to it. Well, it's going to be a blast. Both teams are rolling um, mm-hmm. right now and, and really kind of uh, handling competition quite nicely. And um, we both had some highs and some lows, but not, not anything drastically low by any means whatsoever. And knowing that uh, this is each team's last game before that big showcase coming in Chicago, you want to make sure that you're you know really polished up, you're running well. Beating a team like the Blue Hawks hey, in Chicago gives you guys a lot of confidence and obviously kind of draws some attention, some eyes to our program. So that way when we get to Chicago, um, Hudson is a team that everyone must see. Mm-hmm. Um, so a, a lot of opportunity on the line, a lot of fun for guys to come out here and really showcase what they can do. Now, I want to mention this guy not only because uh, he's arguably Minnesota's most valuable player, but he's got a bit of an outside connection to the program. Uh, Coach Davis has worked with him in the past. Uh, Vinny Castelletti, uh, the Blue Ox netminder, he was there last year. And at the start of this season, at one point, he had like a 95% save percentage or something crazy like that. Uh, they've got a tough guy to crack there in net. Not saying that the boys aren't up to the challenge or anything like that, but it's got to be interesting to face a guy who – uh, has that kind of recognition around him uh, when you're lining up to him in that? Well, my, my players will tell you, um, I, as a coach, I'm the biggest fan of other players on the on the other team, and I'll give you know respect and credit where it's due. I mean, this guy is a hell of a goalie, mm-hmm. um, a game changer, difference maker in our league day in and day out, and a guy that can win you a game, um, definitely. Um, so he does an unbelievable job there at working and competing, and his leadership is phenomenal. He really turned that team around last year and got them rolling and hasn't stopped since. So I think an opportunity where you get to play against a, a goalie like that, um, it's a lot of fun for our guys knowing that the, the test is the ultimate. It's yeah. the highest. Um, reminds me of kind of playing against Boston. Unfortunately, for the last few years, we've had Cal in our net, but I'm sure this is what other teams felt like in the past. Um, so, I mean, it's an honor. You're like, all right, best on best. Like, here we go. So I know our guys are excited for the chance and opportunity, um, but testament to what he's doing, whatever he's doing is working, and he's done a phenomenal job this season. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Cal Ambrose. Uh, happy for him. Uh, and he put in some great work, uh, not only last season, but more than that, but last season was a really uh, shining star for him. Um, is there anything that you're – I don't want to go too much into specifics, um, but is there anything that you're looking for for the goalies that you have? you got a bunch of young guys on this roster that have – turned in good performances is there anything that you're looking for heading into this Sunday's matchup uh, I know me and Ryan Davis I'm very pleased with all three guys for sure mm-hmm. um, you know speaking of Cal Cal has actually stopped by town here a few times oh, good I practice and my goodness like what a pro <laughs> I, and that's just there's a different demeanor and a different mindset when Cal is on the ice and um, having him on the ice the last few days when having our guys be around him and feel his presence and demeanor and the way he carries, carries himself has been awesome. And, and our goalies have never had any issues or any problems. Um, I mean, we're 12-0-2 currently, mm-hmm. and um, we've lost in a shootout, and we've lost in overtime where it's a four-on-three power play for the other team. So um, guys have really stepped up and stood. What I really love is that you know here we are, 14 games in and we're still battling and competing for a number one spot everyone's pushing each other all three goalies have played and got games and have experience now um i mean what more can you really ask for out of a goalie crew and you know with with rd they're leading the goalie gang as they call mm-hmm. themselves um doing a phenomenal job at making sure that our back end is taken care of and when we do falter we do fail um making sure they make those saves and been very very happy with where they're at but um i think i'm you know I'm heading in here to kind of the quarter of the season we're looking for someone to kind of step up and take those reins um, and the competition is going to be a blast to watch uh, and you mentioned the games played uh, for the Hudson Havoc uh, you guys have the least amount of games played uh, among the top four teams and it's not by much uh, but I think not only with that but with uh, no regulation losses close games and a lot of wins um, 
does that give you guys an advantage at all or maybe a better feeling about heading into a big game like this and now we're getting to the home stretch of the season? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think everyone's just chomping at the bit to play games. Yeah. And, and it's it's a big game here with, with the Blue Ox. And anytime you play a team like that with two programs that are, have you know full of pride and um, you know, when we get out there, it seems like there's a lot of elbow grease from both teams kind of back and forth. So it's going to be fun for 60 minutes to know that our preparation, um, we get an opportunity to show it off and really kind of see where we're at and have a really good true test. So I'm excited. Yeah. And uh, just a quick comment for me, at least one thing that I thought of heading into the Sunday's matchup. This is a very similar feeling uh, to last year's Chicago showcase when you guys uh, faced off against the Metro Jets. And I would say that that was probably the best game that, uh, your boys played last season down there in Chicago. Obviously, it's not the same. It's going to be in Hudson and the Chicago showcases and until next week. Um, but really excited for a high-profile game here coming up. Extremely high-profile. I mean, you said. I mean, that when when you think of the USPHL, you know, you think of your Hudson Havocs, your Blue Ox, your Moose, your River Kings, your Metro Jets. You, you know, your Charlotte Rushes, your mm -hmm. Hampton Roads. You, you think of kind of those perennial powerhouses and. Um, to know that we have a handful of teams that are kind of in that mix in our division and those are the guys we have to compete against, um, it's really, really exciting. And knowing that our upcoming games uh, with the showcase and then leading up, up after the break, um, we've got a heck of a schedule coming mm -hmm. up here. And it's going to be a lot of fun to kind of see how the boys respond and react, but truly to watch our team develop each day. Yeah, so no surprises. The Midwest West is going to be competitive again this year. It has been early on. Absolutely. Uh, and I guess one thing for sure that I want to bring up is uh, this one's going to be played at Gornick. Uh, and I would say that uh, probably the best way to watch Midwest-West hockey between two top teams uh, is in historic Gornick Arena. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, on Sunday we'll be live. Uh, Warm-up start at 6.30. Hop and Barrel uh, Warming House will open up there as well um, at 6.30. And the puck drop and anthem at 7. Um, and we'll be rocking and rolling. And the barn's looking to be packed. And um, couldn't be more excited to have this game happen. Mm -hmm. Any parting words from you before uh, we wrap this up? Uh, I obviously want to thank my parents for everything they've done for me. I wouldn't be here without them. Uh, my brother and his wife were thinking about them as the you know the baby comes here approaching, and then all of our sponsors and everyone that's kind of taking care of us throughout the course of the season, our billets, um, and everyone that makes this truly happen for us. We don't want to make sure that you guys aren't forgotten about and know that we do love and appreciate all the support you guys give us and our players on a day in and day out basis. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Coach. I uh, really uh, enjoyed uh, recording this episode and uh, excited for Sunday. Absolutely. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you on Sunday at the rink. All right, and if you don't want to, or if you're not able to go to the rink, you can listen to me call it on HockeyTV.com. Uh, that's going to be a big one. Hopefully, I'm up to snuff for such a high-profile game. But for Brian Mose, for head coach Brett Wall, for all the players and staff of the Hudson Havoc, we're so happy that you tuned in to watch from Locust Street Studio. You just finished listening to the Hudson Havoc podcast. Have a great night, everybody.